Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Giving the everyday battler a voice, deleting head noise one laugh at a time. Before we crack in today, boys, let's crack the lid on a better beer. Jogging a can. Win the tin. We have an lads. exciting guest today, Matt Fuck Baker. Yeah. Come up from Goldie this morning, another four o'clock hero. <laughs> <laughs> Early riser. Howdy, howdy, how are we, lads? Good, good mate. mate. Good. good. The bloke from Explore Life. We, uh, we often talk about... Biting off more than you can chew and chewing like fuck or getting out there and having a crack. And, mate, I think you're a perfect example of that. So really looking forward to today's chat. And uh, Yeah, yeah, mate, uh, definitely <clears throat> always biting off more than I can chew. That's for damn sure. Uh, at the moment, that's uh, a bit of an understatement. We flew back in from Darwin two days ago. Realised I booked this in with you, lads. So up at 3.30 this morning, Sparrow's <laughs> Fart, uh, on the little private jet you sent down to me. Thanks for that. No worries, <laughs> mate. Thanks, mate. And, um, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow i got to move out of my house, pack my bags, and I'm off to America for uh, the rest of the year. So Move out tomorrow. <laughs> I haven't even packed a thing, mate. So the spear guns and my wetsuits are still wet from uh, the, the weekend just gone. So uh. unpack them, try and let them dry in the sun tomorrow, pack the bags. and Yeah. What do you got, like oh. a um, a storage container or something, bro, for most of your shit? Or um, yeah, well, I got the I got the office down on the coast there with all yep. our toys and bits and pieces, so um, everything will just I don't know get thrown on a pallet tomorrow, wrapped up, thrown on the top shelf, and yeah. wor- worry about it later. Yeah, off you go, mate. How exciting is that? So just a bit of a like recap of what you're doing, like going to America, mate. What's the plans? Yeah, mate, so I guess um, for anyone who doesn't really know what we do, obviously we, we travel around shooting four-wheel drive, lifestyle content, fishing, spearing, camping, anything random, can-ams, like the start of the year we're over in Maui having to carry on and um, we just thought we'd mix it up this year. So we're heading over to the States, which is 
a big sort of curveball for us, but I'm um, pretty excited. We built a 2,500 Ram this year in Australia with all Australian companies, and we're, uh, we, we put that on the boat about six weeks ago. So it should land. Well, I hope it's landed, to be yeah. honest. It should be there today or yesterday. And, um, yeah, we'll fly in, jump in the Ram, and, and um, do a little lap around America. Yeah, sweet. Very building good. that Ram, that'd be like building a house, really, like that size project and getting it from America yeah, back look, here to get it built to back over there. It wasn't probably the smartest way to do it. And in hindsight, we, we probably shit the bed on it, really, because it's been bigger than Ben-Hur. We thought, you know, getting an American truck would be easy to send it back, but all the paperwork was different. Turned out the car actually come out of Canada, yeah, not right. America. So they didn't, they didn't even want it. And oh. I'm like, oh, well, that's fu- fucking handy. We just built it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, mate, big, big project. Had the boys at EC Off-Road sort of manage that for me and, and get it all built with all the sponsors that we've built up over the last few years. Um, and it's a home on wheels. It's over the top, but we sort of just wanted to show off the the workmanship and, and how wild we can build a touring truck in Australia because the Americans are still a long way behind us when it comes to, to the touring, mate. Like five years ago, you tell them, you're running two fridges in, in your four-wheel drive and they nearly fall over. So mm, yep. it'd be cool to get over there. Like they got – my Ram will look like a two-inch lifted Hilux over there. Yeah. But um, the canopy set up on the back with all the dual battery carry-on and the, the induction cookers and microwave and all that stuff that, you know, you don't really need, but we're just sort of showing off what, what can be done. So mm. That'll be good too, sort of showing up a few Americans because they like to be the biggest and the best, don't they? They, they do, mate. They're in Texas. <laughs> they, they take every bell and whistle with them when they go. Like we go camp and we, we throw, you know, maybe two shirts and, and another pair of stubs in the bag, mm. throw it in the back of the ute and we're gone with the, with the six-pack of beer and, and, and some snags. Yep. They rig up. <laughs> They got their, their, their kit on with their boots and yeah. every gadget and compass and thing. A fucking machine gun in case they see oh. a squirrel. <laughs> exactly, mate. They, the inside of their cars look like a, look like a cockpit. It's got, they got shit hanging everywhere. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, it should turn a few heads hopefully and, um, yeah, get over there and sort of show, show them how, how the Aussies do it. And, Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, go rip in. How, what was the idea behind that to start with, you know? Like, it, were you just – yeah. I think um, I'd, I went over back in 2019 just before COVID hit and the overlanding space in America is sort of going gangbusters and um, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to sort of go over and see how they do it. And obviously COVID hit, it all, all went to shit. And then, um, yeah, I went over for a little boys trip and obviously I spent 2020 – doing a lap around Australia and over the last six years I've, I've covered a, a lot of Australia. Like I'll, you'll, you'll never see it all. There's a nook and cranny everywhere that you haven't covered, but all your big ticket items and the main stuff I've sort of got done. And now there's so many other YouTubers getting out there doing what we do and, and replicating what we've done. And I was sort of like, how many times do people really want to see me drive the old Telegraph track again? Yep. I've yep. been up there five times. Um, you know, I've done Fraser bloody hundred times. It gets the views, don't get me wrong, but... Mm. Just thought we'd do something different. And for me as well, like it's a full lifestyle business. So it's all about not becoming work. And so I like to mix it up. If I was just full driving all the time, we'd be bored as batshit. Mm. So that's why we do the fishing, spear and all this other random gear. So America's like, 
honestly, I'm I'm pretty nervous about it. It's out of my yeah. comfort zone, and I and you know that's where the magic happens, as you guys would know, when yeah. you like get a bit nervous and it's a little bit uncomfortable. I know my backyard well enough now. I'm, I'm content here, so I was like, all right, let's just mix it up and. Mm. Try something different. Worst case, I have a hell holiday. Um, yeah, <laughs> best case, you know, we pick up a bit of American following. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I guess the idea is to try and inspire a few Aussies and show them some places that um, America's got to offer that they could go over and have a, have a look at because I've planned nothing. Um, yeah, yeah. When I say I haven't packed a bag or got organised, like, I have got nothing ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and me mates will know that's just what I'm like. But yeah. I don't even know how to register the car when I get there. Yeah, so right. we got to work. Well, it's not register, is it? It's just insurance. Well, yeah, right. I've got to register it somehow. I've got to get insurance. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then, um, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going. I've got <laughs> I've got. Do four, you know where you're flying in? Flying into LA. There you go. That's hey, a are you keeping it under wraps where your first location is? Or Well, no, the first like main – so I'm doing the four what they call overlanding shows, which is four drive shows. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's that's it. That's the only things I've got planned is that I'll be at those four shows. Everything in between is just we're winging it. Yeah, so cool. I don't have a location that we're going to straight away. I yeah. think that's a fun thing for everyone though, bro. Like yeah. for you, for your audience, your, your followers and stuff, like it's pretty sick that you're just going over there to explore life. Literally, like, yeah. We're just going to wing it. Um, well, Because I found every time I go to like America or a different country, when you leave, you get all the messages like, oh, fuck, gone. mate, you should have come here, you should have gone there. I would have taken you out to this ranch, these airboats. And I'm like, fuck. So yeah. I just thought, let's – immerse ourselves in America, meet the locals um, and be able to sort of capitalise on those opportunities and, and yeah, just, just go with the flow. That's great too because, like, instead of having, like, a schedule where you go, oh, sorry, mate, I can't go and do that. I've got to be here tomorrow morning or whatever. You yep. can just, like you said, go with the flow and be like, right, bro, let's go check it out. 100%. And then once I'm in America too, like, even if I don't take the car, if I get an opportunity, I can jump on a plane, fly to another state and, and take, take someone up on an offer or... Yeah. yeah, just mix it up. Like, we met some really – I got flown over by BF Goodrich um, a couple – two years ago and did the Mint 400 and I got to meet some some pretty cool ambassadors. So, like, one of the first crew we're, we're hoping to tee up with, it was chatting to yesterday's Demolition Matt. He just shoots guns for a living on Oh, YouTube. yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yep. He got a 50 cal on the roof of his Hilux. <laughs> yeah, it's an, old, it's an old sold actual old, Hilux. Yeah, yeah, old, like, 80s Hilux. flip a Hilux here if it's shot. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Yeah. He's wild. The cars he's got's crazy. So yeah. you're talking 11 million followers on his main channel. Wow. Yeah, he's huge. He's that bloke he's partnered up with Smilemore, Ryan Atkins or something. Oh. Rowan Atkins. Yeah. He's massive as well. Yeah. So he hangs without all the right crew. So yeah. if, if we can even dabble in any of those guys, we'll get the opportunity to, to shoot some content with them and – you, you, you guys have seen the. I actually don't watch much content because I don't like to be bastardized. I like to just do my own thing. But yep. I've seen you've seen bits and pieces. They do whatever the fuck they want over yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and over here, we're so regulated with what we can do. And you put one foot out of line and, and, and you get the book thrown at you. So, mm. yeah, we're going to go and run a bit of a mark and, yeah, and sort of film, film the behind the scenes of it, really. How exciting. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's different. Real, real different. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, looking for people looking that don't know how long you've been going for now. So this is our um, our sixth uh, year on YouTube. Six yep. six yep. year ch- shooting. Um, probably another two years before that. Built yep. like just 
social media yeah. on the side while I was just sitting on the shitter at work plumbing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That actually should – it's a good segue into, mate. I reckon we should touch on, like, before Explore Life and how how you sort of built yourself into starting something like that, man. Like, where did it all yep. start for you? Yeah, so I guess um, I was a, a plumber for 10 years, um, CC, you know, in the commercial space, you know, the Christopher boys, and – I was plumbing in Brizzy and Goldie and round, round the joint and um, I fucking hated plumbing from day one. Yeah. So <laughs> Thought I'd give it 10 years. <laughs> a bit of a, yeah. bit of a shit show, that, uh, that trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. mate. So my old man was a plumber and uh, he said, you've got till the, the 6th of January to get a job after we left, you know, what you did schoolies. Mm. And uh, of course, you know you don't you don't go and get your own job. So I got dragged by the ear to to plumb, and ten yep. years later, I finally went. I've had enough, but um, I'm not doing eleven years. But mm. mate, it was a good trade. Uh, I earned some good coin doing it. I met some absolute legends. You know, mm. I, I, I'm glad I didn't go straight into just being like film or or video because I. I, you know, I can build, I can plumb, I've, I've, I can hands-on. I'm happy to never touch a tool again in my life. But, but you got um, the chat on you too. Like you learn that and that's, that's, that's right. Think, Social skills and yeah. oh, like just I, being a good cunt. Yeah, like I can, <laughs> I can relate to what you're saying there too, bro, with the you didn't enjoy it, like you didn't enjoy plumbing. I've never enjoyed fitting at all. But yeah. it just was one of those things that after school it's like, we'll get a job. Yeah. And it's like, right, I get a job and I think, for us, like that, where we did our time and that, it was such a big impact on who we are as people. And if we didn't do that, then we probably wouldn't be doing this because this is that's where we learn all the chat, the jokes, the fucking yeah. the culture. So and yeah. mate, sitting down listening to to your guys' stuff on Instagram and the clips and the podcasts and yeah, it takes me back to just you know all those blokes that call in and and have those funny <laughs> yarns and that was every smoker, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's sort of taken me back listening to you guys over the last few few months and just <laughs> yeah. having a, having a good laugh. But yeah, I think exactly what you said. It's what you were supposed to do. It's what you're told to do. And mm. mate, I, I great family, epic upbringing. Like uh, mum and dad, absolute legends. And um, so you know, dad put me in as a trade. I was earning good coin, and then from there on, I sort of just did. Everything you were supposed to sort of do. So I got the I got a, a girlfriend, young. Um, we we sort of we we were together. We ended up getting getting a house. We built a house. We got a dog. We got a we got an investment property. Uh, we got engaged. We got married. So I did everything you were sort of supposed to do. And I I wasn't all I wanted to do was just go camping um, mm, on yep. the weekends and. And so, um, long story short, me, me and her had a, had a, had a bust up and um, we, we parted ways and I'd been doing Explore as a bit of a side hustle, like just literally, you know, go to the shitter at work and yeah. shout out to the old CC boss. I was just sitting there yeah, putting yeah. Instagram posts up and yeah. engaging and liking and yeah. I think uh, we were lucky. Instagram was new when I was sort of got on. We were sort of early to platform. Yeah. Um, so what is, year was that, brother, you reckon, where you're talking about here? Oh, I'm so bad with years. But, yeah, me uh, too. Uh, what are we? I don't 23 know. now. 23, 23, so go back probably seven, eight years. Yeah, right. Yeah, seven years ago. Seven yeah, around that 2000, 
what's that, 15 or something? Yeah. Everyone will be listening going, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah, be the idiot that'll just name a year yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, good job. But, yeah. You did the math 2015 sounds so like it was a start for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, 2015 was the year I registered the business. So, yeah, that's, what, that's when we Stop kicked. it. You're on to yeah, it. Yeah. You're all over yeah. it. ABM, look up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, mate. So, I um, when me and her busted up, we just sold everything. And so, luckily, I had... You know, I had a little bit, not a lot of money, um, but I had a little bit of money in the bank account. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to do what I enjoy from this point on. So I literally quit my job and started, uh, well, Explore come around. I should shout out the lads. So as you all do, you go camping with the boys, you drink a few beers and you're like, how can we ride some of this money off? So yeah. how can this four-wheel drive that's costing us a fortune be a tax deduction. Mm. And so we're like, all right, let's start a four-wheel drive company um, and we'll just ride all our accessories off. We don't know what we're doing. So six blokes, six turned into four uh, the next day. Yep. And four of us actually had a, uh, had a half a crack um, for probably six months, I reckon. Mm. Um, myself, Rick, Macca and Dorsey. Ah, uh, the boys. So we we had a red hot crack, mate. We we uh, we started printing a few t-shirts. We actually brought in um, products from China. Don't ask me how we even did this, but we had awnings, rooftop tents, yeah, um, two seventy degree awnings, thirty second bloody pop up tents, um, and we thought, all right, we're actually going to start the business, and you know that's when you got to put your hand in your pocket. Mm. So two of the boys dropped off. See you later, Macker and Dorsey. You're out of there. <laughs> and um, me and Rick just sort of had a crack for probably another six months, roughly, where uh, we were playing around with these products coming in, flicking a few T-shirts. And, and Rick was sort of more like he liked the idea of the business side. And, yep. and I just wanted to be out shooting content. So I'd jump in the car, just me and the dog, and go drive and try and find locations and see if I could get from one spot to another without going on the blacktop. And... Um, yeah, it, then me and Rick had a bit of a chat and, um, you know, we are both busy. It needed a bit more money and attention. This is all before we'd even released a single YouTube video. So yeah, right. we actually parted ways um, amicably, like still good mates with, with these lads today. So I bought Rick out type thing and, and then I just wanted to – I scrapped doing all the, the, the Chinese products because it didn't really align with what I wanted to do. And yep. So, yeah, I just went into um, – Starting to do YouTube and and um, well, I was lucky enough when I started to do YouTube, we'd probably built thirty thousand on Instagram, and at that time we were the biggest full wheel drive page on Instagram because yeah. not, no no none of the other boys had even got on it yet. Yeah. Of course, you know all the big names jumped on, ran over top of me in, in a week, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's sort of how it all started. And from that little bit of Instagram following, I managed to get a few sponsors on board. The big one was uh, ARB. Uh, they reached out to me um, and uh, they come on board and, and, and a few sort of – I managed to pick a few up off the back of that. And that's where – oh, so I missed a step in there, I guess. While we were farting around with um, what we're going to call our business, there's a, there's a, a company called Max Tracks that you guys probably know. Mm. Yeah. So I was in Cape York with Brad from Max Tracks and uh, I pitched to him. He's, he's got this book called – Dirty weekends, and it was the um, all the tracks throughout southeast Queensland. And I was like, you know, let me take that and and sort of turn it into a YouTube series or a video series. And we were like, yeah, a great idea. We'll start something. Brad's a hundred mile an hour with everything he does. He he he's gone and registered a business and doing this and that. And I was like, oh fuck, I've I've been left for dead here. Mm. So I started an Instagram page called Explore underscore four by four. And I was like, let's see how fast I can build an Instagram page, and I'll go pitch to him. 
um, that I'll be the social guy or whatever. And um, that thing sort of did what it wanted. And that's meanwhile us boys are throwing name ideas around. I was like, well, lads, I've got an Instagram page with a thousand followers here. And they're like, what the fuck? Right, done. That's it. Yep. And so that's where the name come from. That's where it all sort of started. And we've just kept snowballing from there, really. Yeah. Well, it's a great, it's like the name and what you're doing is a fucking, you know, it's a great fit, man, because that's what you're doing, isn't it? Yeah. So we probably three years in, uh, we rebranded from Explore 4x4 to the Explore Life. Yeah. Um, which, you know, a bit of a risk at the time, changing the Instagram name, are people going to find us, da, la, la. Didn't make any difference, um, but yeah, the Explore Life allows me to not just be in a four-wheel drive, so yeah. that, that was probably the smartest thing I ever did. Fuck yeah, man. Um, so now we can jump in boats on bloody donkeys, horseback, whatever we want, mm. and we can sort of literally do absolutely anything, and I think that's the big push for us the last few years is getting away from just the die-hard four-wheel driving and, and sort of just... Um, I just like just whatever I want to do. Really. You can always write more stuff off too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything. Like explore like. life. What do you think I'm doing yeah. today, mate? Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. So. No, I think I think that's excellent, man. To to build your brand to access the biggest possible audience there is out there, right? Because like every yep. niche market, like you can only grow to a certain size if you're a particular thing. Where life's pretty fucking big. Yeah. So, you know, you can – and like you said, if you're you're about to go to America, who fucking knows what you're going to do over there? You could be shooting squirrels with 50 calibers, then you could be <laughs> fucking full driving and, and doing whatever, fishing over there. Like, who knows, bro? Yeah. Which is the most exciting thing, and probably people are sitting there ready to watch the next episode going, fuck, I wonder what he did. A hundred percent. I think the, the best thing as well with the, the Explore Life being so broad is this year we've brought on a lot of uh, new creators, so – you get to a point where I'm tapped. I'm, we, we produce an episode a week plus the social media and now you've got to have TikTok and, and there's so much that goes on behind the scenes of obviously like you lads would know. Everyone just says to me, gee, you live the dream. Um, and like 100% I get to, but yeah. there's a lot of back-end dribble that goes with it. But um, yeah, this year we've got a young family shooting fishing content for us. Yep. I've uh, got a young fella, Tom, who's going to be doing back to that Explore 4x4 thing. So yep. we're splitting it up into a couple of different Instagrams so that people can sort of hone in on their niche. So Explore 4x4 is coming back. 18-year-old, yep. he's me 10 years ago, mate. He just awesome. froths it. He just wants to get out there and, and explore these new places. And that's back to our roots so people can follow him along. Uh, Explore Offshore is our um, young family out there fishing out, you know, on yeah. the islands at Airlie. And seeing that first app, you just have to check it out because that was great to see that side of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's no. why I text you back when you first said, "Oh, coming on." And I'm going, mate. That was a good call. Yeah. You're going to America to go do that next part. You've mm. done most of Australia. Now I get to see the family side of it. In up at the Wits well, Sundays, and I was saying here before that I've had people going, oh, we're going up the Wits Sundays and we're giving it a go with the family. Yeah. I'm like, how cool is that just from seeing your video? Epic, mate. And that and that's what the whole thing's always been about is just showing. So the other, the other reason I explore sort of come about is you find yourself in a rut where every Easter you go camping in one location, every mm. Aussie day you go to one spot, and every Christmas you go to one spot. Yeah. And so you end up going to three spots a year and that's it. And I was smashing DI every Australia day. Easter we'd be at Rover Park, Fraser Island at New Year's. That, yep. that was it. And so we sort of – I made this little pledge, like I'm, I'm only going to go to a new spot. 
uh, every yep. single time. And, and that's what the Explore Life's been about. It's like showing everyone else where some of these hidden gems are and maybe get out of your comfort zone instead of going to your, your usual week camping trip here. Go, go try and find some other places because our backyard is insane. Like, yeah, yeah. The diversity throughout Australia – People don't even know, mate. Like, yeah, for sure. It's 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 insane what what we really do have on our doorstep. So, um, yeah, that that was a big part of it too. Was just to be able to show off some epic locations. And now, uh, you know, Lofty and the young family, mate. He'd never filmed an episode before in his life. Yep. So that was his. That wasn't even supposed to be an episode. That was meant to be a practice run. Yeah, like yep. this is what we got to do. This yep. is what it's about. And he went out there and he had a crack and, you know, obviously there's bucket loads of different things that he's going to be improving on. But as a, as a first chop, the audience loved it to yep. see a young family, two young boys, you know, the young kids are swinging yep. off the rod and they're just frothing to catch the first fish and the first species of fish they've caught. So, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Hopefully a few families get around that and, and, and a yeah. few families are probably <clears throat> scared to punch out, you know, in the boat with the, with the tribe as well. Yep. So. Yeah, mate, it's, it's pretty pretty cool to have that a part of it. Yeah, definitely. Seeing the confidence too, taking the kids into an unknown territory that you haven't done a huge amount of time, yep. time in. It's, no, good it's good that you've done both things there. Like Explore Life, you've rebranded that to be everything. But now you're also putting these other channels, like you said, out there for the blokes who just want to watch four-wheel drive and they fucking can. You know? So, the yeah, so the... Young Tommy, just diehard four-wheel driving. The fishing thing's also a little bit selfish because it means i got someone constantly going fishing, right? So I can be <laughs> like, right, i got to go on that trip. That yeah. looks sick. Yep. Um, then we got uh, Ali, who's um, been with us for, for about 12 months now. So she's going to head out and just film content with, um, with other epic chicks, mate. So yeah. just full female content yep. showing that, you know, obviously the girls don't need the boys to come along. Yep. They, yep. Especially in the full drive space, mate, there's that many chicks getting into it and they, they wheel harder than us and, you know, we go away with plenty of chicks that absolutely slay it. So yep. uh, it'll be cool to see her get out and uh, just with sure, the girls man. and I, I think hopefully inspire um, some some females to just jump in the car and go and have a crack as well. So yep. that's a cool little niche. Um, and then uh, I got Navzi, who's sort of my co-star, shooting our explore off grid. Where, mate, he just runs around in the bush. He he teaches um, survival in the Australian Army to the SAS boys and bits and pieces. So, he'll be doing bush tucker survival and just real back to basics. Um, which, once again, I I want to jump on some of those trips. We yeah. we did one up in the Kimberley. We just jumped on horseback. I can't ride a horse <laughs> for buggery. He, yeah. he hops on, he goes, kick for go, pull for stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, shit. All yeah. right, so here I am trotting along, bloody balls of blue and black, and yeah. I'm filming a drone on a horseback <laughs> trying to get these shots through the Kimberley. And um, oh, wow. we pull up, make a little fence, out of sticks for them and, and then hike into this waterfall. We had one frozen steak that we just threw on the fire for the <laughs> two of us, laid on the ground and slept slept next to the fire. And, mate, it's like we take all the bells and whistles away, but yeah, that's the, that's the stuff. I, I, yeah. That's the most memorable stuff too. Oh, 100%, mate. Yeah, loved it. So when, when we get – well, Nav's coming to America with me uh, oh, yeah. for sort of four or five-week stints. Yep. Um, but yeah, then he'll be shooting some of that content back here as well. So there's a few different avenues now on the Explore Life that people will be able to jump on and watch because end of the day, 50% of people might love me and 50% probably think I'm a dickhead. So it's, yeah. it's, it's great for the brand that we can have other, other faces on as well. Mate, that's fucking, that's awesome, eh? 
Have you got anyone going to do your water skiing part, bit of wakeboarding or oh, full, full toy orientated? Mate, Ali, uh, Ali will rip in hard when it yeah. comes to the boats and wakeboarding and that that's she loves that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah mate, might have to throw a wakeboard boat in the shed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, it's, how'd you, oh, you go? Sorry. I was going to say, how'd you go with um, – because, like, for me, going from the trade stuff into a whole world of no fucking idea what I'm doing, figuring cameras out, recording fucking technology – How'd you go going from the plum dog to the fucking what you're doing Terrible, now, mate. <laughs> Terrible. And anyone that knows me is I'm not tech savvy. So mm. I don't even use my laptop. I sit on the office in my phone. Um, <laughs> the best thing I've done is I know what I'm good at and I know what I absolutely suck at. And, mate, I've just eaten noodles and paid myself absolute peanuts for five Six, five, six, what have we doing this full time for five years now? I've paid myself peanuts and I've just brought on people around me that that are, are good at what I absolutely suck at. So, yep. um, yeah, I guess anyone thinking about having a crack and they're like, oh, I'd never be able to do that or, um, you know, I don't know where to start. No one does. Um, yeah. I didn't grow up with anyone sort of giving me lots of business advice. Um, I just... I actually started watching, um, listening to uh, audio books. Um, Grant Cardone, Gary V, Tony Robbins, a bit of inspirational stuff just yep. to have, have something in my ear to give me the confidence to actually quit my job yep. and, and have a crack. And anyone that's having a bit of a go, I've had some other mates that have thought about starting YouTube channels or start a business. I said, mate, just just go all in. And if you love it enough, you'll find a way. It's never going to be a straight line to what you're sort of what you're doing or what you think you're going to do. Mm. You'll zig, you'll zag, you'll fuck up a thousand times, and everything's just a learning curve. And mate, phew, we've made some doozies along the way, and we've yep. been in the red. And uh, you know, I was lucky. I had a couple of bucks behind me at the start because I had zero income. I was still living like I was a plumber earning 1500 bucks a week. Yeah. So that bank account lasted a grand total of about six months. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just winked, just winged it, mate. You, as you lads would know, you, you just, when you come up to a problem, you're like, okay, well, how do we get around that? And you go to the old YouTube and search it or you find someone and there's, there's mm. always a way. So you just, just got to take the punt and, and just rip in. And worst case for anyone that's scared about having a crack and the YouTube space is not too busy. The podcast space is not too busy. Like don't think it's too late to have a chop at something, but um, like worst case, I guess you go back to plumbing. Well, that's exactly that's right. right, man. Yeah. And that's like, I think the secret is, and what everyone's talked about heaps before is if you're doing something that you really enjoy, like you at the start, just going exploring and shit, you really love that stuff. Like Cam and I having a beer, starting this, just to talk shit and have a laugh. Yeah. You know, something that you enjoy and you really like doing, then it doesn't really feel like work. So there's no time limit on when it needs to succeed or something. And Correct. Yeah. You know? and, that, and that's probably another... Um, good point for anyone having a crack too is there's no time frame. So it took me a while to get out of my head that I need to be at a certain level at a certain time. Um, just enjoy the process. And if you can replace, like my goal was if I could just replace my plumbing wage, mm. I would be the happiest man alive. And of course, obviously those goalposts move and things scale and you end up with staff and you're way busier than you could possibly, like, 
I was happy to be a one bloke cruising around shooting content and, and that was it. And obviously, you know, things progress a lot quicker than you'd think when you just rip in and have a go. So, mm. And it's um, there's a bit of a drive there as well to not be back on the tools as well. Once you're out, you go, let's make this fucking happen. Yeah. Mate, people, fuck, people would say to me, oh, you can always go plumbing. And I was like, no, I fucking can't. Yeah, it's yeah. like your, gut, your, your guts start boiling, eh, when you hear that going, no, it's not happening. Not a chance in the world. If I shit the bed and lost everything tomorrow, I'm never going back plumbing. Yeah, yeah, mm. go, go do something else. I'll go be an Instagram back-end yeah. person for someone. You learn enough skills along the way growing your own business that you pick up these skills that you'd never think you'd know how to do or... or Consult for someone that is starting off. Yeah. 100%. There's a million different things once yep. you actually get out there. And I think another thing that holds people back is what are your mates going to think? What's your mum and dad going to think? My mum and dad, bloody... <laughs> I actually... I, I finally got offered the job plumbing to, to be like a project manager, which is kind of what I was working for, for for 10 years. And I'd been doing bits and pieces and was never really getting paid what I like to do that role. And then mm. when I finally got offered it, I was like, oh, I quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and old man's like, yeah. hey? Mm. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm out. And he's like, to do what? And I was like, I, like, I had nothing. Yeah, I didn't have an income from Explore. It was just an Instagram page. There was no YouTube videos. I had no backup job. Um, and so I actually, I spent a few months trying to get it up off the ground, yep. uh, doing a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm running out of money real quick because when you don't earn anything and you're still spending mm. good coin a week, you, you know, and I'd just bust up the missus. So fair to say there was a bit of carry on happening. Yeah. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, then I got a job doing, so I pitched to a company, Hawktown Marine, that I'd run their social media two days a week just so I could practice doing yeah. socials for another company that would help doing what I'm doing. So that's probably another good point if you're thinking about having a crack at a podcast or anything like that. If you can get in and help someone, even if it's for nothing, uh, mm. hey, boys, I'll come and just fucking clean your beer tins up. Yep. Um, that's that, what people have got to realise, man, as well, is sometimes you have to do a bit of shit to get the good stuff. Like you can't yep. just... Get something un like some people are lucky and fall on their feet. Yeah, but you got to sacrifice a bit of shit sometimes in order to get the good stuff. You know, a hundred percent. So what I was knuckles say that time you got to sieve through the shit to find the gold. Spot yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy, like I'm um, telling your parents like that in this generation because they weren't. This wasn't around for them. Mm. Their mates no. weren't doing that. No, you had to get a TV show or be someone. Yeah, and now this is the perfect time. You can be anyone you want to be. You can do whatever you want with with the internet these days and social media, and it doesn't matter what your hobby is. Like you boys like talking shit and drinking beers. Like yeah. how the fuck is that a job? <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but, how good's that? Or you could shake your ass on a camera too, and there you sign go. your feet for some bloke. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but right. That, that's the reality of it. Is that other people think, like, oh, well, my hobby could never be a job. Mm. Use a drink and beers and dribbling. Yep. yep. It can be a job no That's matter right. what you're sort of chasing. You yeah, know, exactly. I wanted to drive around in the scrub in my four-wheel drive and turn mm. that into a job, and there's always a way to make it happen. So, And that's a good point too, Cam, is that our old boys and that, it does take them a lot to come to terms with 
these opportunities we've got available and yeah. you know, I I'd be the same as well. Like who knows? Our kid will probably be telling us something in twenty years and we'll be going, Fuck that won't work, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. But yeah. it's just cool to see that everyday people have the opportunity in this day and age to get out there and do something for themselves because 100%. there's a lot of positives, a lot of negatives in this world, but a big positive is the fact that you fucking can do this shit now. There, there probably isn't a better time to be alive in, in history ever, really. Yep. Well, it feels like we've been let free again after all that shit Yeah, for those couple of years. So now it's like, right, oh, let's fucking go. Yeah, you know, what's holding us back? Exactly. So I was chipping away at doing this two-day-a-week social media thing. Um, well, actually, my first day... First day on the job, so he's got these big well-craft offshore boats and I was like, I, I went, I'd, I had a little studio for Explorer. I worked out real quick. I can't work from home. So uh, my videographer at the time that was shooting a couple of my little episodes, he, he had a studio, this Gold Coast studio with, you, you know, where they all the Instagram models come in and whatnot. Yeah. And so yep. he had a container up top and I, I was like, can I just rent a desk in there? So I rented half a shipping container. That's That was my first office um, and I just sat up in there just so I felt like I was going to work because, as yep. you know, as a tradie, when you're sitting at home, that's you're, you're knocked off. Um, mm. So it was really hard to get motivated. So I've just got this little half shipping container sitting in there, and one afternoon Travis Pastrana rolls in to do a podcast um, with one of the boys in the shed there, and I was like, you're kidding. I had a couple of important meetings in Brisbane I was meant to go to. I scrapped all of them. And I was like, right, if I can just shake that bloke's hand, I don't get starstruck often, but he's the – Fucking man. Yeah, yeah. He's a goat in that industry. hundred percent. Hands down. So we got to, we, I hung around, got to bloody say good day to him, have a beer. Next minute, car full of blokes rolls up, unit, clothing brand or whatever. We're doing a photo shoot in the local pub with Harry Bank. He's going to rip around on motorbikes. This girl's coming. Do you just want to come and just drink beer for free? I was like, well, <laughs> no, nah, mate, sorry, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So off to the pub we go. We have an absolute blinder of a night, and I'm there drinking with Trav, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I work for this boat company. I haven't started yet. I was like, I'll take, I'll take you and all the boys out on this. Show. I'm showing him this 30-foot twin 400 bloody Wellcraft. I'll take you over to Morton. We'll just drink beers and carry on. He's like, yeah, yeah, bloody, you know. Know, drunk chat. Yeah, yeah. I wake up the next morning with a cracking hangover and I get a text message, Travis Pastrana. And I've like, I've nearly shit the bed. I'm yeah. running around the house yelling at all the boys. I just moved to the Goldie at this point. I grew up in Brizzy and I'm like, Travis Pastrana just messaged me. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, fuck off, mate. Like, no, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. I'm like, you did. And he's like, oh, the boys have got shit on, but can you take me and the family out? I'm like, done. Yeah. So, I go into work, I roll in. Fuck, did I roll in that day? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, mate, yeah, ready to go. I was like, oh, I'm going to need the big boat to shoot some. Um, it's a $400,000 boat. I'm going to need the big boat to shoot some content tomorrow. He's laughed at me like, all right, mate, I appreciate you keen, but, you know, take the little 18 footer out and get some Instagram stories, mate. And I'm just like, well, I've got someone coming down who I'm probably going to need the big boat. He goes, I don't give a fuck who you got coming down. You're not taking the big boat. And I was like, you ever heard of a bloke called Travis Pastrana? And he was just like, no, you fucking haven't. Showed him the messages. He's like, right, we're taking every fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> so we took every boat, took him and his family over to Morton Island, the most down-to-earth, absolute legend mm. you could ever possibly meet. We're just humming along at 30 bloody knots. Uh, I was like, oh, I get a photo with me, Trav, on the side of the boat with the other boat. He just fucking jumps off the boat. Like, he's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly what you see is what you get. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's where I sort of honed in a few little social media skills and learned a bit of networking. And um, but Dude, what a time in your life, though, that 
you know how people get that one opportunity to just go, uh, fuck it, I'm just going to hit him up or whatever or yeah. stop and see. If you just went to those meetings that day, who, the, missed, yeah, who knows out where you'd even be? And, and that's it, mate. Yeah, don't, don't ever be scared to ask a question. Um, don't ask, you'll never receive type thing. And, and networking, don't be afraid to go and shake a bloke's hand and say g'day. And um, it, it goes a long way. Uh, yeah. just, just being a nice bloke and saying g'day and who knows when that might come back. I'm going to America. Who knows? He, 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 he might remember me. I might be able to go and make mm. Pastrana land to get out there would be a bit of a dream. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, mate, basically I stayed with that boat company for, for about six, six months or more and I was like, how good's this? I went from plumbing to driving around on the Gold Coast in these bloody boats yeah. um, filming Instagram stories. And I was like, this is great. My parents are stoked. i got a job again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. On and, the looks. <laughs> and then I ended up uh, doing sales for them as well. And we're doing all the remote um, bloody boat shows or whatever, uh, country shows. And so I'm working seven days a week again. And I was like, hang on, this isn't getting my shit done. Yeah. And uh, he ended up sacking the guy that was running, the, the main sales guy. And he's like, all right, well, do you want to do you want to run it? And there'd be a car and that big big boat, I'd be able to use that as a daily. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that's the dream. I was like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worked your way. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rung mum and dad and I was like, I just quit. And they're like, yeah, yeah. we're done with you. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> that's a crack up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got out of there and uh. I was like, if I take that opportunity, then Explore's dead. Yeah. Um, and that, that wasn't the goal, so... I stuck with the Explorer and, and I just kept sort of kept, kept grinding. Mate, where do you think, was there a time or a video or one piece of content or a trip that kicked Explore Life up the ass? Or not, Explore 4x4 at the time? Not one. No? Nah. So it was just a, it's just been a constant grind. It the has whole just time. been an absolute slog. Oh. One follower at a time. Um, absolute slog you know uh we haven't had a video just go viral and get a million views and we've got you know 20 30 subscribers overnight we haven't i mean i think the first viral video that went absolutely ham was last year a reel and it did nine ten million views or something Mm. didn't even get a thousand followers off of it yeah i was just like like back in the day if you had done that on instagram you'd get 20 30 000 Mm. and so we've just Stuck to our niche, done what we've enjoyed, and um, we've just built a, a pretty loyal following over the years, and it's just slowly we, – we've done different collabs, we've done bits and pieces, and you get little spikes, but we have not ever had just that rocket up the ass. Yeah, wow. I'm that's, hoping it's still coming. That's kudos <laughs> to you, mate, to stick with it, not having that spike, because I think that spike is what would give people that, holy fuck, you know, that burst of energy. But like you said, I reckon the way you've done it and – done it organically like that your audience would all be proper people who are invested in what you're doing because i know if something like that happens and someone goes bang and gets twenty thousand followers you can't say that all those twenty thousand people love what they're doing they just like that video and press follow yeah for so sure. it's pretty cool man to, that you have built that yeah i mean in in the in the peak I, I used to grind on instagram while it was when that algorithm was still good back in the day we'd do a thousand followers a week on instagram and that was that was what sort of built us up and yep. we've never bought a single fake bloody indian follower or whatever yeah. it is we've just we've just slogged it um yep so yeah it's don't it's not an overnight thing i've been no. going for 
well, since I started an Instagram page, probably like eight years ago, right? And we're, yeah. we're just over 200,000. And some people will come in, get a couple of big videos and, and jump to the top or they'll come in in a good-looking bikini and they'll get 300,000 views on their first YouTube video and you're like... Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, nowadays, man, like, I, at the start, everything I'd watch so closely and all the insights and all the things and... I sort of learnt what people like and what they don't like. But then I'd think, why the fuck isn't that video going off when that other one did? So now, man, I'm just, I know what I'm happy doing yeah. and what, what our thing is. Yeah. And I just fucking stick to that. And I'm like, whatever works, works. This is our shit. 100%, you know? mate. And that's that's what we, we've been doing as well. And we know what could get better views on YouTube, like going and putting the car on its side and beating the shit out of vehicles every week, week in, week out. But... I don't enjoy that. Um, you know, I'd prefer to go tour and park up on the beach, enjoy a few beers, take as many toys with us, with us as we can. And, mm. and uh, it might not get quite as many views as destroying everything and having clickbait and, and carry on, but it's what I enjoy doing. And if, if you, if you, it's another thing too. If you chase specific views or you care about how many followers you got or you need to get to, like you'll end up doing, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll sort of stray from the your track, path. Mate, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why is the most viral videos at the moment, like Whistle and Diesel breaking. and stuff like that, just wrecking shit? It's break, <sighs> Mate, If you, if, it's just negativity almost. Like, like they mm. thrive off negativity almost. Yeah. If you break something or I wreck something or you get hurt or injured or like people love to see you fail or fuck <laughs> up. Yeah. People, I couldn't imagine how many people open the video and like, fuck yeah, he rolled his car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which is your last, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, how'd that go for you, man? Oh, that mate, the video, just... the video's going well. It's the first time I put a car, and we didn't roll it, we put it on its side, but um, we got out of it scot-free, actually. Uh, you know, it, it was a super straight car till that trip, and she's, there's not a straight bloody side on it now, but... Yeah, it, that's what we built that car for and that's mm. what Tommy can go do. He can go break shit every weekend. I did it when I was younger. Before Explore started, you know, I ran around the bush and broke everything and fixed it and broke it and was on the tools. And I, I want to enjoy it. I don't want to be coming home from trips, not being able to go the next weekend because my car's bloody kaput. Yeah, so. for sure. That, um, that trip that you did around Australia, you were saying, man, yeah. did you do a trip, come back to a base, go again, or did you just fucking, did you just go around with a car full of stuff? Just left, yeah. So I had a little caravan with a tinny on the roof, Prime. went south and just followed the coast all the way around, and, and, and it was sort of as COVID was kicking off too. Yeah. I right. was so lucky. I got into WA as this side of the coast just blew up, and so... I, I did the WA coast. I got to Kununurra, which is the border of WA and NT. And um, it was still looking a bit dodgy over here. And I'd fallen in love with the West Coast. And I was just like, fuck it. I just did a Yui and went all the back way down. back back down to Perth. Yeah, awesome. Um, and, and spent more time. Somehow on one lap of Australia, I ended up in Broome four times. Yeah, I, can, right. I can tell you Broome is a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might have to head over to Broome. Is yeah. that, um, was that the single axle caravan? Yeah. Yep. yeah and little, did, you rate, did you rate that? Loved it, mate. <clears throat> yeah, we're, I'm working with a, with a, a new company at the moment to build something sort of similar um, that we're going to ship over to America at some point. But uh, epic. Yeah, we I gave that thing a hiding. We, we yep. nearly rolled it so many times and yep. it, it, was a, it was a tough little unit. Yeah, we're, we're pretty fussy with the brands we align with and the products we use. And yeah. Oh, definitely. And you're putting it through its... What? <sighs> oh, well, that'd end, be mate. a thing if you're going to work with the brand. It's like, mate, if it's... Like, we're going to test it. Yeah, <laughs> like, we and we tested the... 
the the shit out of that thing. No one mm. will drag a van, that van, that company where we where we took it. Um, yeah. And you know, you, you, if you're not working with the best in the space, you're going to be on the side of the road. You're going to be lying to your bloody followers. And yeah, we're we're pretty proud for the, the, the whole business there that we we line with epic brands. Mm. Uh, we sort of always have and. Um, you know, we, we're happy to put our name behind all the products we use. And when we tell you it's good, it's good. And, and we actually test it all and we give the feedback. So. And, mate, someone would get a lot of confidence buying something after watching you guys flog the fuck out of it first, right? Yeah. Like it, it, might, it would put confidence behind someone. Well, mate, that's 79. So it did the whole of Australia um, that year. And then we went and redid all NT and, and Cape York again, drove the whole old Telegraph track, towing a Patriot camper with a tinny on it. Yeah. Gave it an absolute hiding. And the only time it actually let me down was at Fraser Island. And I swear it heard me say, I'm going to sell you. That um, 79. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. It was on the tilt tray for a bit. Yeah. First time moment. it's ever gone on a tilt tray. It was all my own fault. I was dropping a big boat in, a three and a half ton boat, like beach launching. And um, left the front locker on and sort of uh, blew. It ended up just being a hub. I thought I'd done an axle, but blew the hub. And then uh, I was just driving around. I was still towing my toy hauler in two-wheel drive on the beach. And then we're like, oh, we'll go get some fish and chips. And there's a real soft section just going down to Orchid Beach Pub. And uh, I just – she's got plenty of plenty of horsepower, that thing. And I just gave it the absolute berries through there in two-wheel drive and bang, blew the rear diff to a thousand pieces. Yeah. So it was all my own fault. But uh, it's the only time that car's let me down. Like credit to all the companies that have been involved to build it. Like, And obviously I'm strict with my maintenance. We <laughs> – we have a big bill. <laughs> yeah. My mechanic has four cars rolling through constantly, just fixing every time we come back from a trip, whether it's broke or not, it goes there. He gets overhauled, new bearings. All like we we look after that that car and um, yep. yeah, we're actually giving that big girl away at the moment, which is yeah. Why don't you give that a plug, brother? Yeah. Well. Um, that was the dream car, like growing up, looking at all the boys in the space. Patriot Campers built this black truck back in the day and people have built some cool four drives, but that thing was ahead of its time and I had a hard-on for that thing for that long and I was like, one day I'm going to build one. And we managed to um, manage to, to get to the, a space where I could actually build uh, that that caliber of four-wheel drive and I copped a heap of hate for it too when I brought a brand new 79. The, the, the followers hated it. Um, yeah, right. Well, you come from a 76. <clears throat> well, yeah, you're telling me, mate, but fuck. Because uh, I, like, I did the chassis extension. Yeah. It's unachievable. No one can ever do that. Da-da-da-da-da. I got smashed when I released that video. Then when we go to... We're like, we're thinking about selling it. Don't sell the 79. Don't sell the 79. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't believe you bought a ramp. Yeah, That's yeah. unachievable. And it's like <laughs> the line keeps moving. But um, yeah, the, the, the 79, I was like, it was the dream car. And I got to actually live the proper dream in that thing, doing a lap around Australia. And uh, we were going to sell it, um, which we would have got really good money for it. And then we got, we got offered good money from a giveaway mob to get rid of it as well. And I just sat in the office one day. We're um and arm. What we're going to do? Do we give it to them? Do we just sell it privately? And I was like, let's just give let's just give the car away. And the boys laughed at me. And I was like, nah, let's actually do a full giveaway on it. I'm like, how do we be different? I don't want to just sell raffle tickets to to me followers and take their money and and give them and sort of give them nothing in return. So um, we're like, all right, we'll, we'll let everyone enter for free. So we're going to give the Land Cruiser away for free, which means anyone out there can jump on, put their email in, and they're in the draw, which yep. is kind of unheard of. There's so many people giving stuff away at the moment, and we're like, how, how can we just have a point of difference and really sort of give back to our, our followers? So you can enter for free, 
And then um, online, like our other giveaways, we gave away about a hundred grand worth of worth of cool shit last year. Yeah. Um, you can any item that you purchase from the online stores an entry. Yeah. And we got different uh, promotions running all the time. Like grab any of our camp chairs and you grab that's three entries. You know, and so yeah, prime mate. If you don't if you don't win. You're still getting a t-shirt, a hat. Yeah. You know, you're not you're not just giving us money for the sake of it. And I think I think that's a cool way to to do it. Oh, and, for sure, um, mate. How fucking awesome is it that you can do that for someone? And hey, before we move on, where do people go? Like, what's the website for people to go and just, buy? Just uh, theexplorelife.com.au. Yep. And yeah, it's a, it's a credit to our followers and everyone that's just followed along and anyone that's supported the merch store over the year that we're allowed to or that we're able to do these sort of giveaways. So yeah, we, we want to keep doing them. We want to, you know, we did like a tinny pack last year, a jet ski. We're trying to give people the toys that we use yeah. to get out there and, and live the explore life. And, and Fuck yeah. I hope praying that some young family or absolute legend manages to win this, this 79. And yeah. what I say to everyone is if you win it, like, before you go sell it, like, you can jump in that car, just grab a loan for 50 grand, right? Mm. Go do it 12 months on yep. the road, full-time, 1000 bucks a week, do a lap of Australia, and then come home, flick the car for 200 grand, pay down your 50 grand loan, you're 150 uh, better off, and you've done a lap around Australia. So yeah. it's a cool prize, and I, I bloody can't wait to, 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 to give it away. So Fucking oath, mate. When's that happening? When's you, when uh, Mid-June, mate, so yep. next month. Cool. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah, frothing. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, America, mate, are you going to go – so you're going to come back at all or are you going tomorrow and you're gone for <laughs> well, who fucking knows? Yeah, because I <laughs> <laughs> because I am literally not ready, um, I'm actually coming back and, and it works well for the visa as well. I'll come back in um, probably three months yep. for like two weeks. Yep. Just to finalise a few things that I haven't done, um, yep. and look and look after the team. We we do have a, a pretty solid little team going now to explore with all, all the different things we got going on. So yep. come back, check in on everyone, and then I'll head back, and and then I'm not coming back for the rest of the year. Yep. Yeah, and, cool man. Yeah, I'm, I might come back at Chrissy, but if things are humming over there, I might I might stay over. Yeah, yeah, that's right, mate. I was gonna say, how's how's it adapted for you from the start there? You filming stuff yourself to now, like knowing when to stop, set up a camera to drive past and know when to stop and um, put a drone in the air. Because I know for me, if I'm out doing shit, I'm shocking for fucking thinking to stop and film it. Yeah. But I suppose for you now, that's a massive part of what you're doing, right, is to get the best visual content possible. Yeah, so initially, mate, my point of difference was I didn't want to be a guy with a GoPro. Yeah. So I, I got um the first episode I ever shot uh, was with a production company. It cost me 10 grand for one episode and I had no income. Wow. And uh, so I got a couple of companies on board that all chipped in a little bit and we went and shot this first episode. And it was the most bastardized shithouse version of full drive action that I've ever seen. And I fucking hated it. Did you? I didn't even want to post it. And oh. these companies had paid me money and I'd paid them this much and the, the, they, they made me talk. You can go watch it. It's fucking atrocious. But... <laughs> <laughs> but good to see from where you are now. Sure, mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> they made me like talk quiet, and I was like, "Welcome to the explore life." Like, uh, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was cringe. Yeah. So I was like, "Right, that's not working." Went and found this bloke that only shot motocross. He'd never filmed anything for longer than five minute video, and I was like, "Right, yep. you're coming along with me." Still cost me money, but 
I had that sort of production value from the start. And like you just said then, if I go out, mate, I'm distracted having a good time. So I didn't, re- I didn't know how to film. I didn't, I didn't know how to use a good proper camera. And I tried bits and pieces and I could use the GoPro, but I, I couldn't edit. I didn't want to edit. I wanted to be doing the fun stuff. So I literally mm. paid the videographer to film it, edit it. Um, and that's how we did the first two, three seasons till I managed to get a, an in-house guy. Um, and it's weird. Now we, we actually have gone back to sometimes it's just me running around with a GoPro. Now I've been doing it long enough. Um, I know when to put the drone up. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of that Australia trip solo, mate. So I'm going up these big hectic sand dunes down South Australia. I got me two <laughs> knees on the wheel. I got the drone in the air. Like, don't do that. But um, yeah. we're coming up and I'm like, oh, shit. And you're like snapping back to second. And then the drone's just about <laughs> tapping on your back door of the car. And you're freaking out. But you just it's just something you learn. And I, one thing I guess that I'm, I'm, I am kind of good at is when I'm out filming, I've already got the episode in my head. I know mm. what it's going to look like. I know which shot I need. I know I need the shots to link everything together, but yeah. every now and again you you fuck up. I was in oh, for sure. Center of Australia cruising through these beautiful palm trees and uh, solo once again, and I'm I come to a Y section. I'm like I don't know which way to go, and instead of putting the foot on the brake of the car, I I no instead of stopping the drone, I stopped the car, just ran the drone clean in the back of the car in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, and fuck, I was like oh well there's my drone gone, but yeah. Was yeah. it good having um, the caravan to do your editing in, like as a home base when you're on the road? So once again, I've never edited. So I, oh, you just send I all send, your videos. I just sent all my hard drives back yep. to my my in-house guy, and mm. who who would have been with me a little bit more, but once again, COVID couldn't get anyone in, couldn't couldn't get anyone out. Yeah. So um, yeah, I sent everything back on hard drives, and he would do all my edits. And shout out to Sammy, uh, big shout out. He's been with me for three years now. Yep. He fucking grinds with me, and has done from the start, and. And, um, yeah, he, he's been a, a, a big part of everything along So you'll the do the same for America? He's coming with he's me. Coming, he yep, flies out tomorrow as well. Um, That's yep. awesome. So we'll fly over there. Nav, the, the Australian cowboy, he meets me over there as well. So the three of us, first video is just going to be week one in America, which is yeah. just going to be a pisser. Cause, yeah. Oh, excited for it, mate. It's going to be great. We don't yeah. know what we're doing or where we're going. Or, no, yeah. that's sick, bro. I think, uh, like we sort of touched on a little bit earlier, I think it's really important if you're going to have a successful uh, long-term thing going, you need to build a team where everyone is doing something that they love and are good at. 100%. Like if you're – because I was doing a lot of the – all the editing and stuff from the start and it was a real fucking hard mental thing for me to do because I don't enjoy that. Like I know yep. what it has to look like but I never enjoyed it. And tell you what, since we brought Big Quinn on, mate, and he fucking really enjoys that and he's really good at it, fuck this team's just a lot – more healthy because of it game you know? changer eh? yeah man it's that, fucking unreal and that's the that's the hardest thing with scaling a business is unfortunately you've got to do the shit to start with and i could hire another 10 blokes right now without any dramas and have roles for them but you just got to scale slowly and mm. and and i out i like i said eight noodles and 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 still do i don't have a fancy house Anywhere, I don't, I don't have um, a big apartment. Um, you know, I've been just renting in rooms. I went from having houses and, and, and just going back to eating shit, and we, we've mm. done that for a while. Um, just, yeah, just to build the team. And like you said, if you yep. can find, like, Sammy loves what he does for me, and he's great at it. And um, the kid's 22. He's done most of Australia. He's coming to America. Like, he's getting to live sort of his dream too. Yep. Um, and then we got people in the office that are great at what they do. Um, you know, I've got someone now as an ops manager for me, James, who just 
absolutely hustles for me and he's great at, you know, what he does. And, and if you can build out a team where, like young Tommy filming for me, mate, the kid's 18 and he gets to walk straight in. We'll buy him a car. He's going to rig it up and he's just going to go full driving. Fucking and, yeah, like, fuck, imagine getting offered that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So imagine if someone come to you and said that when you were plumbed or Mate, if someone come and said it to me now, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. I don't want to deal with all of it anymore. Yeah. Who wants to just pay me to go full driving? Trash their car. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, if you... Teams everything, mate, and we're yeah. lucky to have a, an epic team. Um, yeah, so pick pick your pick your partners wisely, pick your team wisely, and you, yeah, hundred percent, you'll go a lot further, a lot quicker. Yeah, for sure, mate. In uh, in Australia, like you've explored a lot of it, like you said, is there any sort of happy place for you? Like, have you got a spot where you're just like, this is me, bud? Yeah, Fraser Island. Yeah, uh, and it's why we we do film there quite a bit. Um, I think Fraser Island and Cape York as well. And I think it's because it's the Fraser Island was the first big trip I did when I was like 17. You know, I just got me Mitsubishi Triton. This, it was dinged up. You know, we, we, with the help of my mate's old man, we, we, we re sprayed the bonnet and put a new front bumper on it. And then I slowly did it up. And yeah, we took that thing over to Fraser with a crew for a week. And it was just such a big experience. So I think. I really gravitated towards that place. And then same for Cape York. We did five weeks on the road, me and three mates, two cars. We, I, I couldn't even fit a swag. So I just had a stretcher and a sleeping bag for five weeks, just under the, the old rollout, bloody cheap awning on the side of the car. And yep. this is all before Explorer even started. I'd done a lot, a fair bit of Australia before Explorer was a thing. Um, but Fraser... You can rock up. You've got the inland lakes that are beautiful to swim in. We can drop the boats in at Wadi and go out and fish. Um, but you can just park up on the dune, mate, and it's got a pretty special vibe about it, Fraser. So yep. that's definitely the, the little happy place. I try and get there once a year. and um, yep. Yeah. I think we smashed it like four times last year. It was ridiculous. No, that's prime, man. I think yep. that's a, like an important thing to have. Like I was, I was talking the other day about knowing where home is, and I feel like it, you just need a place where – you're just fucking happy, like yeah. generally happy there. So that sort of means that home doesn't necessarily need to be a house, does it? No, mate. And for me, I've been that much of a nomad for the last few years. Like to live on the road full time, we, I, I did a lot of it solo. I had people come along with me on, on the trips and mates come out and, you know, me mate Bobo, can I come for two weeks, three months later, or he's coming home with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, mate, I think... Yeah, for me, on the road with a bit of, uh, like, remoteness, mm. sitting down on that coastline four hours east of Esperance on a beach that you know no one's within Cooey uh, and you're just parked up there and you're watching the sun go down and you're waking up nude in the morning going for a swim, have a coffee, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> how good's this? Yeah. this? And you just, yeah, yeah I, I still froth, uh, like, finding that spot that, you know, not too many people have been, there's no one around. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's, that's what really gets me humming. And so I think America to go over and, and, and go to these places that I've never been to and have yeah. the scenery blow me away. And hopefully we can find some, you know, remote stuff. I, I, I think America's nowhere near as remote as what Australia has. Cause they got people everywhere, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it'll be cool to just, yeah, get that feeling of exploring again type thing. Definitely so, new, new ground. Yeah, literally. Yeah, for sure. How long did it take you to build the rig that you that you did to take over, mate? They smashed it, didn't they? Smashed it. That's yeah. sick. Like 
We got it. It sat in the shed for a couple of weeks, and then the boys built the whole car in like five, six weeks. Like it was crazy. The poor bastards. <laughs> One because we wanted to get it done for the Brizzy show because the only time punters will ever get to see it because yeah. it's not coming back from America. It's still left hand drive. Oh yeah. And two, it had to be on the boat, so the deadline was there. There was no pushing it. Um, and yeah, shout out to the guys at EC Off Road because they just absolutely went ham they were i know they were back mid to late you know every night trying to get that thing done and they did it to such a high standard as well so yeah oh good on them mate that's yeah. fucking sick we'll see how long it lasts yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mate, you, might, you might fall in love with it and build another one when you get back here well yeah i i mean the plan is to be back at chrissy and and um you know i'm not planning on being in america full-time next year unless i absolutely love it so i'm sort of already looking for a, another car yeah, mm. to 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 purchase now. Like, it's that big of a weight on vehicles. So you reckon you'd be wild enough to go surfing in Mexico and do that down there? Well, the plan sponsored is, by a cartel or something, oh, mate. The plan <laughs> is to go straight down to Mexico after this first show. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But uh, no, oh, yeah. On, it's a good looking setup, mate. If the cartel see it, they'll be like. <laughs> Right, I made out your pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get cunt. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know how bad it is down there or whatever, but yeah, we're going to go drive down into Mexico and have a, have a little, have a look. little cap and cook and see what we can find. Yeah, yeah nice. Have a squeeze. Yeah, fucking oath, mate. Yeah, and we'll sneak up into Canada too. We're going to, the basic plan is start on that West Coast, drop down into Texas, into Mexico, come up the West Coast, sneak into Canada, mm. try and sneak over like Vancouver City, catch up with some influences there type thing. Yeah, yeah. Come down through um, Montana, Wyoming. Stop it. You yep. know, that's where that bloody um, Yellowstone is up top there. Sort of yep. come through that ranch, ranch country, go out on some ranches and um, and then come down through. You've got to stop at Nashville. You boys might yeah, have to yep. come for it. You might have to just fly, fly in for in. a delay. Nashville's <laughs> a bit of a time, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, keep us posted, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 100%. So, yeah, and then sneak across to the West Coast, however. Uh, East Coast, sorry. Yep. Yeah, sneak across the East Coast. Um, there's one show over there and then drop down into towards, like, I'm looking forward to the, like, down near Florida, lots of water, get out on the boat, punch over to the Bahamas and, yeah. Try Stop and, it. Yeah. How a lot good. of water skiing stuff through summer too is going to be great. They li- they've got it dialed. You, yep. They've got their own private lakes. You walk out the back deck, they've got boat lifts. You just hop straight in the boat, lower it in the water. Stop it. Yep. On the lake. Fuck yeah, just got yeah. it sorted. Yeah, yeah. So, Mate, <laughs> one thing that I've been pumped about for the last sort of few months anyway is getting to meet such cool people in a space that are doing similar things that we are. Have you found that something that you've enjoyed like since Explore Life sort of blown up and you've got the opportunity to go and meet certain people and shoot content with other people? Like it's fucking exciting, eh? A hundred percent. Um we've we've been lucky enough to meet some absolute legends along the way and yep. I think um so many like minded people in the right headspace and, and that's probably another good little note if you're thinking about having a crack at your own thing is sort of watch who you're hanging around and yeah. if you've got any mates that are doing a bit of business or they're having a bit of crack, like spend a little bit more time with them, we'll get you motivated as well. Yeah. But you meet people along the way and you're like, mate, you're killing it and you know, everyone's happy to share a little bit of information and you might pick up just one little tip off someone and yeah. and um yeah, to be hanging out with like-minded people and everyone's just trying to have a crack and everyone's you know doing the same shit it's fucking cool yeah because like we've said before like if you've got a really cool idea and it's something out there and stuff if you pitch that idea to your mates who and there's nothing wrong with this but might just be happy working their nine to five 
don't have any aspirations to do anything. Just come home, mow the lawn, drink a beer, go to bed, and that's them. Sweet as. But yeah. if you pitch that idea to them, they're probably going to go, oh, fuck that. Yeah, 100%, mate. You know? And i got plenty of mates that I've, you know, a couple have even said, you want to get involved and do something. Mate, they're stoked to to work their nine to five, clock off, don't have a worry in the world, which... Yeah. Good on them, man. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, yeah. you think about it like... Oh, I could just I could just work a job and you know, I had pretty good <laughs> yeah. I had pretty good RDOs. Yeah. Have yeah. me boat in the shed, go fishing, go camping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. mate. Like you boys know we that you wake up, you're you're onto it, you're onto it till you sleep. The anxiety maker or something oh, that needs yeah. me, mate. Yeah. Hundred percent. So it's not for everyone. Yeah. And by all means, you know, it is it is a hard a hard slog. I don't want anyone to think that it's fucking sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, that's right. But that's um, the other thing too, right, is in this game, online, on Instagram and that, a lot of the time people do make everything seem like sunshine and rainbows without actually getting letting people know the, the hardships of stuff, right? So uh, people get lulled into this false sense of security that it's like, oh, it's fucking happy. A hundred percent. And I think I've always struggled with that a little bit. Like we, we've, I've had some gnarly times where, you know, things aren't going well or like when I, you know, when I moved down the Goldie, I was trying to get this up and running. Like when I was shooting this stuff, like I was in a shocking place. Like I was not, not stoked. Obviously my life had been turned upside down on its head. I, I went from what I thought I had everything to, to fucking, you know, out on me Pat Malone. And mm. um, I think, yeah, I've always use social media as a platform for like my my shit's entertainment so i've never wanted to put too much of um what really goes on behind the scenes and i i still i still don't know like every maybe i should start showing a little bit more of um you know the instead of the the, highlight reel instead of the highlight reel maybe show a little bit of the bullshit that goes on but at at the end of the day i kind of view it as because because it's youtube is what we're promoting is it's a show. It's not reality. And you can jump on my Instagram and have a look at me highlight reel and think I live the fucking dream. Yeah. Well, I was going to say too, though, that your brand Explore Life, like it, that's that's about what you're doing. So you're doing that. And people are coming on there to watch that. You For know, sure. Exploring, bro. Where if you were doing a personal vlog on your life, yeah. that's a different story. A hundred percent. And I think, um, yeah, I think that's, I've always kept it very much like that. And, mm. you know, shout out to the blokes that are, Obviously, um, you know, putting a bit more awareness around men's mental health and how, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. And it, it's cool to be on a platform like this where I can let you know it ain't all sunshine and rainbows and you have yeah. some shocking days and, you know, you, yep. you, know, you bust. Like, I, I, I had a partner at one point travelling, busted up. I'm, I'm picking a camera up the next day. i got to be happy as a bloody yeah. pig in shit and, and film for the audience. They don't want to see me sit there and having a fucking sob and, mm. and go, oh, you know, boo-hoo. Yeah, that's <laughs> boo-hoo, right. you're sitting in a caravan living the dream. Yeah, you got to suck yeah. it up, princess. Yeah, like, yeah. You pick it up a bit. So I think um, I've always just shown it off as um, what it is. It's entertainment and we're showing you some epic locations that you guys can get out to. But yep. I think um, I've got obviously the Explore Life main page and then I've got Matt's Explore Life is just like the personal page. So yeah. Over the years, yeah, I think it'll. I'll, I'll probably be a bit more open on that page, you know, with certain bits and pieces. But yeah, people do need to sit back and realise that all these blokes running around, it's yeah. a highlight reel. 
Yeah, it is, man. Yeah. And like everyone struggles with their own shit. 100%. Everyone has got baggage, no matter who the fuck you are. Hundred percent. Yeah, big or small, and you know you might have worse shit than someone else, but doesn't mean that they aren't struggling with their own shit. You know, definitely. And and for me, it, it's always been perspective. When I had a rough time and I was bloody down in the dumps type thing, like I. You know, not everyone may have the space to do it, but you got to go and grab a bit of perspective. And yep, your shit's bad, and it's not. You know, you're not feeling great or whatever. But you're waking up in the morning. You 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 got a, a roof over your head. You're feeding. You, you're beating a lot of people. Yeah, yep. the old gratitude so, thing. That's yep. something that I've tried to practice recently a fair bit. Is every now and again, you know, if you have that ten minutes, you can just stop and reflect and go. You know what? Things are pretty good. Yeah. You know? And it, it goes a long way. Um, you know, get off the beers for a week, mm. two weeks. If you get off the beers for two weeks, wake up in the morning and just go for a run and do bloody 20 push-ups and 20 sit-ups, it'll change your headspace real fast. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, um, yeah, we, we promote going out and just drinking beers and having a good time and having a bit of fun. Yeah. And, and that's something we might start creeping into the content more in America is – we're going to have, we're, you know, Nav's great for me. We get up and we might do a little workout. And when, when you sit on the beach and drink Larry's all day, you uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, <clears throat> once you crack over 30, the, you can't quite do that anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect examples, but we're, we're <laughs> under 30. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, right. just wait. It gets worse, lads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this bike will be able to record on Mondays if it gets worse. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's a busted ass, most right, Go hard till you hit 30 and then maybe just tap the race no, once, but you'll be right. Yeah. How old are you, lads? 29 this year. Yeah, both 29 this oh, year. All right, you're creeping on it. You're starting, yeah. you're starting well, now, to feel it. Pretty much yeah, there, yeah. bro. Everyone says that you hit 30 and it hurts more and you, the body doesn't react as well, and you're like, mate, nah, should be right. Mate, I'm only 29, but i got four kids, so fucking... you got four right. kids. You've been yeah. busy. Yeah. I got a TV the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's... um. Yeah, so I feel like I've aged quicker than most. Yeah. Um, with the lack of sleep and that, but mate, it's yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Everything's fucking sweet. So it's funny to see the perspective of life, right? Like I've got that going on, which sort of doesn't allow me. Do you know you were saying before you hope someone wins that car and they just go yeah. for a fucking year? Yeah. Unfortunately I'd have to go for like weekend trips yeah but but you know it depends who wins it and i well, suppose mate, you're, that's that way you're up in life. strife because you got four kids they're not gonna fit in the back seat but you got yeah. three kids you can take the whole tribe and disappear well, there yeah, you go right. you know what i mean pack yeah. them up get out of there but um i mean you know fortunate enough like i don't know fortunate or not fortunate but i haven't got a young family i haven't got kids yeah. which has allowed me to probably get a, a lot of this done the sure, lifestyle bro. i live's been so sporadic. Yep. There's an opportunity to jump on a plane, go, yeah. live on the road. Like it, it's a it's been a gnarly space. Um yep. yeah, so Oh mate, and that's that's the thing. Whatever life you do have, you can fucking make positives out of it. Yeah. Like for me, I've got four kids, done some fun shit, lived in Canada, now I'm here having fun here and doing what I can around that space. Yeah. You're fortunate enough, you like you don't have kids, so you can fucking keep hooking into your brand and building that. It's just yep. about Making your life as good as it can be with what you got, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta play with what you got dealt, and you can change stuff too if you're not happy. And people get mm. t- too caught up, I think, in the day to day, and like, oh well, I got this bill, I got that bill, and just start it on the side, just tick away a little bit. Don't yep. sit there and watch Netflix for bloody three hours in the afternoon. Sit on Instagram and and start building a brand or doing something. And you can, you can, you can change it. You just gotta actually have a crack. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. And we're we're just average 
proper average blokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that, that's exactly right. Man, that's been the biggest one about meeting <clears throat> some people who are doing really cool things in that. Fucking 99% of them has just been like us, like everyone we know, just general everyday blokes who are just having a crack at something, eh? And I... 100%. And I think that's kind of inspiring when you get in the space too. And I started meeting different business owners because I'd approach them for sponsorship or whatever. And I'm like, they're just they're just average dudes. Yep. D- drink beer, carry on. Like they're just – and you're like, they're running this big sort of corporation and you have a little yarn to them. And once you take – like I guess as a plumber sitting back and you look at everyone, you, you sort of think people running the businesses have got X amount of smarts or they've been brought up in a certain way or whatever yeah. it might be. And you, you maybe you build up this little thing in your head and once you actually meet all these people, they've just had a crack – They've learned along the way. They've made a heap of mistakes and they've just kept going. And I think that was really inspiring for me to actually meet a lot of other business owners and just be like, well, if if that fucking bloke can do it. Mm. And I think <laughs> the thing is too, man, is in like, don't get me wrong, some people do get lucky. Like they, you get a lucky break or whatever, but you still need to be out there, putting yourself out there to get that lucky break. 100%. And rocking up every day to yeah. fucking succeed at it. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of mates that have been dealt a pretty good hand with, you know, their old man's running a business and and handing it down. I used to be like, "Oh, well, golden handshake." Uh, old... He's been kissed on the dick this bloke. He's yeah. laughing. And then when you're having a crack, you're like, "It doesn't even matter that he's been given that." Yeah, he might be a couple of years ahead of you because he's been given that step up, but he's you still got to rock up. You still yeah. got to rip in. It's it's uh yeah, it's not it's not what you think. So I, I sort of changed my stigma around that as well once I once I got into it. Like yeah, and it might not yeah. be their passion either because it was their old man's business, but they got handed it to it. Go, I'm just gonna stay in this lane. Yeah, well, this is what I know. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, so they still got to grind and fucking show up like everyone else. Well, I think the other the hardest thing for me to walk away is like you know a lot of your listeners are probably tradies and whatnot, and they might want to have a crack at something else, but they're getting their four weeks holiday a year. They're getting their four weeks RDO. They're earning over a hundred grand a year. Mm. You get comfy and uh, that's kind of hard to walk away from sometimes or put in all this extra effort and grind. So yeah. you, if, if you don't really want it, 150 grand a year and eight weeks holiday a year and you don't have to deal with any of the bullshit that goes along with it, it's not a bad slice. So. And the other thing is too, man, is that when you do have a family and like a mortgage and car repayment and that, yeah. it's one of those things where you sort of have to build your side hustle while you're still working and nearly build up that side hustle so you're earning the same amount and out. then quit. Because like some people, some people are fortunate enough to go, fuck it, I quit, give it a go. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people People who literally can't do that because they have these commitments, right? So yep. that it would restrict a lot of people, but it still doesn't mean instead of watching Netflix, you can be putting some fucking hustle into yep. building your side little, thing. Little side hustle. And that's probably the best advice to anyone is if you can get your side hustle to cover what you got going on already, that's when you should walk away. That's right. That's, that's when right. you go all in. Yeah, yep. that's when you go all in. Like, I was pretty fortunate that I had a couple. A couple of bob in the bank. I sold the houses and was prepared to go back and pay rent and just have a shitty room. Mm. And I didn't have any misses or kids, and I could I could take the risk. And then I, you know, we went down to zero, and I've had to crawl my way back. And yep. and I'm lucky that I can I could do that. But yeah, with the family and whatnot, you wouldn't you wouldn't quite be able to do that as well. So it's good seeing both sides of it. Yeah. For sure. And it just shows you that there is options for both sides is what I was sort of trying to get at. Yeah. Like there'd be some people going, oh, well, I can't do that. I've got a mortgage and that. But it's like, hey, brother, you can. 
It's just it might be a fucking grind for you, but that's what you're willing to put in, you know? Yeah, willing to put in and also willing to sacrifice. Like, oh, I had a nice house and whatnot, but, you, you know, you can sell your house, go rent somewhere a little bit shitter, mm. um, and it might free up a bit of, a bit, a bit of cash. And, yeah, your yeah. mates might go, well, you went from this really nice place down to this shitbox and you're renting and you're a little bit further out from wherever you should be, but... I sacrificed a lot along the way, missed a lot of things. You know, I haven't had uh, the houses or, or or this or that, and so yeah, you got to you got to be prepared to sacrifice as well. I yeah, think. for sure. No matter yeah. what you do, there'll be something that you sacrifice, yeah. right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Bloody mate. Nice. Going to the explore life from the four by four. What's your favourite thing to do other than four wheel driving? And that is it spearing, fishing out of the boat. Like, what are you? So, uh, sort of growing up, water skiing was a big one. Barefooting, we used to smash that every weekend down in Grafton. Um, But the last few years, it's been getting on the water. I think um, doing my lap of Australia, I I started to learn to spear, uh, be in the water. I spent more time looking at me feet than going straight ahead because you're that shit scared of sharks initially. And I went and did like a free diving course, learned to hold my breath a little bit more and, and, and... diving with some good people i started uh learning a little bit more about it and i think because i'd done so much of australia um when you can get in a boat it's like okay well this is this whole new area that i've never explored yeah so you punch out to an island that you know not too many people have been to you you set a swag up on the island little fire and then to be able to go out literally underwater pick what you want to eat for dinner shoot shoot that cold trout throw it whole on the fire and uh, kick back on a remote island. That that's the that's sort of the next year, mate. If 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 America, if I'm not in America, like I'm gonna build a boat. And I'm gonna island hop, and I'm just gonna live on the boat and cruise up and down the uh, the coastline because that's got me super excited. Uh, yeah. of late for sure. Oh, mate, that fucking that sounds awesome, mate. And oh. if you can if you can film that content too, yeah, like that's awesome. We've oh. done little bits and pieces. I got to do a trip 230 k's off the coast of Broome. We took a cat out for eight nights with an absolute hell crew and we went out to a place called Rolly Shoals and that's what sort of got me hooked. And uh, I'm seeing, uh, seeing a bird at the moment and uh, she is an absolute freak when it comes to spearfishing. Yep. So she's got me excited and, and she's making me <laughs> dive in murky water that I don't really want to be diving in. But, uh, yeah, Erin's an absolute gun. So, uh, yeah, getting, getting involved with that, more, more with her is fun as well. And, and, yeah, I think that'll be the next place that I'll sort of take, explore will be that island hopping, it's it's those places that, once again, I chase that remoteness. Yeah. And, mate, honestly, that for someone like myself too, if I'm going to sit back and I've got half an hour spare and you chuck on YouTube and that, that's the sort of shit I like watching. You yeah, know, I stuff mean, that, stuff gets, that you'd like to be doing. Yeah. Even I think though I'm shit scared of uh, Sunday there. nights <laughs> are my favourite. Sit down, you're cooking a meal, whatever. That's the end of the week. Yeah. See a bit of shit on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, we've always dropped our episodes on a, on a Sunday because I felt like same thing. You're getting ready to go back to work the next day or whatever and you just sat on the couch having a beer and you can watch our episodes and we've we've always tried to keep it really relatable and that you can just go and do that. So yeah, um, that's been the inspiration. Someone's sitting there having a drink and then they're like, you know what, Let's we're going to go there. And they might say to their, their, their missus or their mates and they might be like, let's let's go have a crack at that spot. And when people come up to me at all the full drive shows and bits and pieces and they're like, 
we seen you went here. I took the whole tribe there and we've been there and we've been over here and we've done that and they're showing you all the photos. Like that that uh that definitely keeps you heavily motivated. Yeah. And that's the thing we haven't really touched on. How have you found uh interacting with people in the online space? Because like that would be a thing that would stop some people, all the negativity online and stuff like that. But do you find it a pretty positive space that you're in? I do, mate. It, it is a pretty positive space. Um, of course, any form of social media, you've got to have thick skin. Yeah. Um, it doesn't yeah. matter if you get a shit haircut or if you wear a bloody pink shirt. doesn't matter. You are going to cop it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you've just got a roll with the punches and I'll tell you a quick little story I, I was sitting there one night and I, I'm pretty lucky I'm pretty we don't step too far out of bounds or we're not too controversial obviously um so I don't cop a lot of hate but uh, I remember I put an Instagram post up one day and this bloke messaged me and he just goes you're you're just a fuckwit mate and he's just he's just into me he's just tearing shreds off me and normally I just roll with the punches yeah Righto, mate, because uh, whatever. And I'm reading this and I was like, holy dooly, Batman. Mm. So I sent him a message back and just set him straight. I was like, look, mate, actually, I, don't, I didn't come from any money. I don't have a bloody rich dad. This, this just set him straight. Yeah. And uh, the next morning he texts me back and he just goes, yeah, sorry, mate. I uh, had a big night on the rum last night, blew with the missus and just fucking gave it to you. And I was just like, holy shit. And it's just like, that's just changed my, my whole little aspect. When you get a message from someone who's just absolutely going you up, they've yep. probably just seen what looks like you living the dream and he's just had a blue with his missus or he's not in the right headspace and they're just, they're just going to give you a little poke because they think, you know, you're, you're, you're so fucking perfect or whatever it might be. So yeah. I think now whenever you cop a negative comment, I'm just like, that person's struggling a little bit. Um, and you just like, hope you're all good, mate, like genuine. And, um, yeah, it just sort of changed my perspective on it a little bit. Mm. Well, I, don't, I think we've learnt before talking to other people about that is I don't think they realise they're messaging you as the person. I think they're just fucking getting their shit out on this thing that's not real. Yeah. They don't realise that you're sitting there reading it yeah. going, this cunt wants to murder me, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Quick what? death threat for your Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've copped some heavy stuff over the years and you're just like, oh, yeah. just a bloke, mate. Like, yeah, that's take right. Take it easy. And you could be having a shocking day. And, like, if you're having a sick day, doesn't matter who rips on you. Every now and again, one one comment will sneak through the keeper and you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah. he got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got me. He's hitting right me three chins. <laughs> yeah. 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 You go and crack a beer and you're like, mother. Yeah, yeah. No. Like I try not to um, respond to fuck all. Like I think nah. once a, once a fortnight, I'll just slip one in every now and again to just to think a comment will be good. Cause yeah. I'll be like fuck off. But um, you yeah. know, for the most part, mate, you just let them go, do your thing, for and sure. just you know, you're gonna like like I said earlier, fifty percent of people love me, fifty percent of people maybe think I'm an idiot, and mm. that's that's reality. Not everyone can. Uh, sort of get along with with everyone and people have different personalities and yeah. if you're gonna have a crack be prepared you're gonna cop some hate no matter what you do yeah so just uh be like, yourself be, yeah that's yeah. be yourself then you got nothing to fucking worry about who <laughs> yeah. gives a fuck what they say 100%. <laughs> yeah, and, and the right. other thing with being yourself too is like yeah. 
If you aren't yourself in, in what you're doing and the content you're doing, you will get that worn out. And that's when you will take offence to those comments. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll you'll feel well, like, oh, bit, oh yeah. he's, he's, he's right. He's fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> he, I am a fuckwit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, don't – if you're putting yourself out there, only work with people who you believe in or, or do things that you think is right yourself because if you're happy with what you're doing, it doesn't fucking matter who else is. No, nah, 100%, mate. And that's like even the cars we build and the things we do, like, poor, I released that Ram video and just everyone ripped into me. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> care. Like, we built $5,000 discos. Um, you know, we've got uh, $30,000, $40,000 GU. So I've got a spectrum of cars and it's just like, well, that's what I wanted to build and, and that's what I'm going to build. And, you know, they, they love it once they get into it. But, yeah, you just got to be prepared to, to do what you love and do what you want to do and just, just roll with the punches. For sure, brother. Yeah. Mate, I can't wait to watch this all unfold and this trip to America and everything that you're doing. It's fucking exciting. Yeah, so, yeah. Give I me some laughs to be good. Yeah. I'll be, uh, I think I'll be buying some merch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to see if I can get this fucking car. That'd be a bit, imagine that drama if I got. Oh, imagine the hate that we'd get then. <laughs> Mate, I was saying to you lads earlier, like if one of my mates' names comes <laughs> out, I'm gonna up. Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do because me mates have bought merch. Yeah, oh, that's of right. They would. Oh, yeah. I'm that stressed about it, but yeah, I hope one of you blokes win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah be good. Nah, it'll be good, mate. So, mate, just at the end here, like, how, where do people go to find you if they if they haven't already? All your socials, YouTube, everything. Um, yeah, look, main ones easy. Just jump on, uh, search the Explore Life on YouTube, the Explore Life on Instagram theexplorelife.com.au and from there you'll pretty much find everything else. Uh, if you want to follow me personal page, it's Matt's underscore Explore Life. You get a little bit more of the real stuff and what's going on behind the scenes. But um, yeah, yeah, appreciate appreciate it, lads. And like, thanks for having me on. And yeah, thanks it. for making the trip, mate. Yeah. Fucking oath, man. I appreciate right it. Right before you fly out, I'm still gobsmacked from that. But anyway, mate, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the Explore Life in, oh, in a nutshell. <laughs> Future Matt's problem, mate. I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll have to deal with that. But. Yeah. No, well, mate, I'm sure it won't be your last time on here. I'd love when you duck back into the country for a few weeks if we can um, even touch base with you to check in on how yeah. you're doing. You no, know, a little and... update would be good, lads. Or if, uh, if, if you if you game, Sneak on over to America. Chances mm. are it'll just be me and the Ram at a point. So yeah. jump in. We'll shoot a podcast on the road, cruising cruising through America. You're more than welcome to, yeah, sneak over any time. Come have a carry-on. AR-15, yeah. the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see you in a slow-mo. Oh, slow-mo yeah. with the guns going. <laughs> yeah, shirt off. Shirt off, yeah. Shirt off his gun. Stop yeah. it. 100%. Oh. Fucking oath. All right, bro. Thanks heaps for coming, man. And uh, everyone get over, follow, get amongst it. Cheers. Stay out of each other. Thanks, lads. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. 
You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code alphablokes at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code alphablokes at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.